Leatherface. 
is so, oh my God, Jeff's kiss. I don't, oh God, I don't, why the fuck do you do this shit to me? <laughs> I, I certainly don't know. Um. Oh my God, I don't know. I guess I'll have to go with Freddy Krueger because I've been able to watch his movies over and over again. Yeah. And I've been able to watch them even if it's just one time. Whereas with the other series that you just brought up, that's gruesome. That's true. So, I mean, Leatherface is brutal, gruesome, filled with sex. And incest and rape. I mean, if you're comparing movies and not necessarily characters, I would definitely have to go with Freddy Krueger. I feel you. I'd probably go with him as well, even though I am a Leatherface fan. Uh, well, that's what I mean. Like, I'm I'm a true fan of Leatherface. Like, when he's going off with his chainsaw and stuff, I don't want to see everybody getting yiggities. Getting the old yig. Oh, all right. Well, all uh, right. Let's get into it. Grave Encounters. Uh, I remember okay. I watched this movie back in high school with a group of people, and it was very scary. It's a a, a ghost type movie. Uh, basically, your your I'd say your basic premise, and we'll get into a lot of the scenes in the because this one has a lot of spooky moments. I think it does well mm-hmm. in this spooky moment. So, you have uh, Lance Preston and his crew, Sasha, TC, uh, Matt, and uh, the Houston. supernatural Houston. Yeah, the the guy that can talk to him basically. Uh, and and they're like a a ghost adventures type thing, like like how Zach and and that it's kind of a riff on those type of shows. At least that's how I take it. And it's basically, what if one of those shows went wrong? I think that's kind of the base premise of that. I think that's what they were going for, but the cinematography was very much so like paranormal activity. That as well. But I think they they kind of mixed those two ideas together. I agree. Because, oh, does shit go wrong? Like, it seems like they just want views and they want to be on TV and... Cause you kinda they were kind of, I don't know if Daniel's going to agree with me on this, guys, but they kind of antagonized the spirit to make them come out. I mean, most of them didn't. Lance was pretty much the one that was doing the antagonizing, but those people, those poor people had to pay for him being so stupid, and what I found really kind of funny was every time he tried to make contact with them and every time he tried to get them to do exactly what they just did, but for him, they won't do it. Yeah. It was like the ghost being like, nah, I don't like you. Go. Because <laughs> that's just what it reminded me of because I watched one of the scenes earlier and it was like, um, this door just closed right behind me. So... Um, I'm gonna right behind where I'm standing, so I'm gonna see if we can get our friend to do it again. And I was like, "Watch, it's not gonna do it for him." And that's exactly what happened. He's like, "If you, if you are real and you are here, please slam the door." Yeah. And so I mean, I'm thinking in my head, like, "Dude, he's 
they don't want to contact you. Well, and that to me, that's why, because a lot of people say like like those shows, like especially Ghost Adventures, Zach's like yelling at the fucking people because Lance is basically a, a, a Zach clone. He's like with the spiky hair and fucking kind of acting like not a douchebag because. There's nothing against those shows and those guys, but just kind of like talking shit to the ghost, kind of yelling at him a little bit, antagonizing. And this shows like, don't do that. <laughs> to me, that's Basically. how the movie is. Uh, it, it's also crazy that it was made on a hundred ten thousand dollar budget and it made five million back. So it's a little bit of a success Ooh. story. That is a big success story. Damn. And you can yeah, tell, good for, good for them, right? But And you can tell in certain areas how it is a little low budget. Like, it does seem like a little low budget uh, paranormal activity. Yeah, but I think that, I don't mean to cut you off, Daniel, but I think is that that is what they were kind of going for. I agree. With the lost footage kind of thing. Um, I'm glad they didn't stick to it. But one thing that <laughs> kind of resonated with me with the style, the cinematography and everything else kind of sort of reminded me of the Blair Witch Project. I don't disagree. Or what the Blair Witch Project tried to do. So to yeah. speak. It's more what I would say about it. It gives you a lot more action. But yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it it took the idea of sound footage and going after ghosts and everything and whatnot, and but they did, took them in a different direction. Yeah, it's another one of those movies, and it, and I think it does. It's not like it's doing something completely new in the genre, right? Like we have seen this before in certain ways, but uh. Yeah, but what those? Oh my goodness! I yeah. not gonna spoil it. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, we we can get right into it then, because uh, I think we kind of set the we, we set all the characters. They're they're stuck in this. Well, let's get the name. This is directed by the Vicious Brothers. Let's get the name of the asylum. Just because it's a psychiatric hospital that they're stuck in. So they've locked you, and they're waiting for Kenny, right? That's his name. Yeah, Kenny, the groundskeeper. Groundskeeper Kenny. And uh, they're waiting for him to get, they're going to be waiting for a while. They're stuck in here. Shit starts going completely wrong. Uh, and time just all of a sudden keeps going. Yeah, it really does. I do think the pacing of this is great. It kind of sets them up as not completely likable and people that just would like are doing this for fame, kind of greedy. And then it, the ghosts just start fucking giving it to him and it really starts getting into the background of the hospital and the doctor that like giving lobotomies and it's just, it, it, it had a oh, lot yeah, to it. Yeah, it was an old school mental hospital. Yeah. And with yeah. that premise, I will have to say that that kind of reminded me of that Eloise movie that we did. Absolutely. I don't disagree. So it kind of took a lot of inspiration from a lot of different movies. Is what I feel like. Yeah. I do see what you're saying. That's just how I feel. You feel good. I just feel like it took a... I just feel like it's kind of like a melting pot of the supernatural genre, so to speak. And they took stuff that people didn't like in those kind of movies, and they changed it. 
Yeah. And good for them. They did a really, really decent job. They really did. They did a very, very decent job. I mean, there wasn't much character building that I don't feel like there needed to be. No, because I think they got killed off, like, in such... Not satisfying way, but I think it was more on the scares this one and the and the characters dying and reacting to being scared than you needing to care about them. I don't think we really needed to care about Lance or I, I think because Lance was such a egotistical dick and like like I feel like they made them the right level because in horror you either got to kind of build characters right or you make them so unlikable that it's fun to watch them die. You don't care. Yeah, and, and I think they went the last. Except the cameraman. The cameraman was so fucking funny. Who, TC? Yeah. Yeah, he was great. He was so funny. He was the delight of the movie, guys. Like, he was like that little scoop, that little scoop of ice cream that you need right after dinner. Like, he finished, finished up the meal, so to speak. He did a yeah. really really good job. He played basically he played the stereotypical like, character but yeah. he did it so well and put his own little spin on it that I like I really, really enjoyed his performance. And to me he also like to me the character really just represented the person at home. Like 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 there's that one person in the horror movie that is kind of aware, especially nowadays, that's kind of like a, the one person that's meta, even if the whole movie's not meta, the one person that's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We're gonna, like, it's like like how we would think, and that's kind of how he was. And it was kind of hilarious to watch unfold. Sometimes you just felt bad for him, like when he finally found an exit, and then the whole thing's paved off and it's concrete. I felt so bad for him. I was like, oh my, yeah. no. Yeah, that part but, sucked. Yeah. yeah, so basically how we start this movie out, because we are getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but how yeah, we start this, huh? I said, yeah, go what? ahead. Let's, we can start from the, uh-huh. go, go ahead. Um, we can start from the beginning, and when we do, we open up to this kind of like unsolved mysteries kind of setting. And yeah. um, they, the host was like, hey, we were supposed to have this brand new TV show coming out. And he said the characters' names and everything. And he was like, they're a paranormal investigation team. But things went wrong and they disappeared at the end of the episode that we're going to show you. Right. And like, And then they started into it. And I thought that was... I mean, unfortunately, I don't agree with the rest that was said, which is like this is a huge, this is a um, huge ongoing mystery story, and that it's real and shit. Yeah, no, fuck that shit. But so moving on, we meet Lance and we meet the crew basically, and we meet Kenny, the groundskeeper, and he's telling them about the tunnels underneath the house and telling them about everywhere that they would need to check out and whatnot. And they ask him if he's experienced any paranormal activity, and he actually says no. And then Lance stops the camera and yells cut. And he walks over to everybody, and he's like, we got to get this guy to lie. 
Yeah. And like all of a sudden, and then the camera pulled back, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I did see a ghost. It was really scary." <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. It was. So, and then Kenny locks him in. He tells him that he's going to be back around six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. And you're like, okay. Uh, everybody's got their equipment. They have lights. Everything's all set up and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, they're walking around. And all of a sudden, momentum and everything shifts because you see the girl that's with him, Dasha, you see her hair get pulled. Yeah. Out of nowhere. That's when and she then that's when it kind of speeds. Yeah, that's when everything starts to kind. Of, I'm not gonna say speed up, but that's when you know that they're not messing around no more. Well, yeah, I think and it definitely does. They've speed had up. enough. Yeah. And then PC, my boy, he was walking the hallways, getting some hallway shots because, God forbid, before they left, Lance wanted some hallway footage. <laughs> and. He's walking down the hallways and filming stuff, and his wife calls. His kids are afraid of the bed, or afraid of monsters underneath the bed. He reassures them and everything and tells them to go to sleep with his mom, with uh, the mom and everything. And then she talks to uh, the mom one more time, tells her he loves her, and hangs up the phone. But while this is happening... His camera is on the floor pointing towards his feet, and there's a wheelchair behind him that's actually moving. Right. So if you're like me and you're like Daniel and you guys pay attention to that stuff, that's going to be a creepy moment for you. Oh, 100%. So Uh, then... That's when it was, was... I remember watching that and I was watching it again today, and uh, but especially back in the day, it was the hair thing, and it was that. And you are right because it does speed up in my eyes, at least. At least that's when it's like, all right, shit's getting real. Because everything else to me is kind of set up. They're talking about the ghost, the doctor. They're kind of setting everything into motion. And now it's like now they're going to start getting fucked with. And that's kind of exactly mm-hmm. what happened. And I'll, I'll let you get back to explaining it, but. And- yeah, no, I I absolutely 100% agree. It was kind of like the ghosts were saying, like, enough, stop yelling at us. Yeah. So, anyways, PC, he's after the wheelchair incident, and he's walking down the hall, and he's getting shots, and he ends up in, like, one of the lobotomy laboratories or whatever. And, um... He's taking a look around, and all of a sudden, the door just slams. It's a swinging door, so it's not like it slams shut, but it slams. Yeah. It scares the jeepers out of him. He starts yelling at everybody else because he thinks someone has to have done this. And, like, they're all coming in, and they're like, oh, what happened? And, like, they're all talking over each other and shit. And, like, he's trying to tell them that he has it on tape. And, like, they don't get it at first. And then the girl's like, oh, you got it on tape? And they're like, oh, my gosh, he's insane. That's like five minutes. 
Yeah. And then they checked the tape out, and they saw the move, and they're like, oh, shit. So then good old Lance starts, uh, is like, let me fuck with him again, and has the camera panned on him, and he's got the door behind him, and he's like, behind this door, TC, behind me, this door had just slammed on our cameraman, TC, when no one else was around. And then he's like, will you please come forward, spirits? And, like, they don't. I don't know what it is with the spirits in that movie, but they hated him. They hated him. They did. They didn't respond to anything this motherfucker was saying. It was insane. They were deliberately, like, not listening. No, I'm with you. So then we move on, and things start to get even more creepy. And that is when um, I remember what came first. Um, this might be a little bit out of order here, but I can't. Oh wait, no. Me no. Um, so she wakes. They all go to sleep at some point. She wakes up, and her back is. Beat the fuck up. Oh, the hello shit? Yeah. That shit was crazy. Like, it is. Oh, my God. It looked like a, it looked like somebody, like, lit up either a sewing needle or a, like, how do I explain it? Or, like, a clothespin. Yeah, her shit was all fucked up. into her. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, I felt so bad for her. And then Houston, Houston got freaking, like, I don't know what the heck happened to him. It was like a bottle rocket was up his ass. <laughs> he flew. Um, around this time as well, Matt had gone missing. So at this time, we're down to Sasha, Lance, and JT. JT? Is that his name? TC. Huh? TC. TC, sorry. And TC, and they're still around and everything, and they decide that a couple people are going to, a couple of them are going to sleep, one of them's going to stay up and keep watch. Well, that doesn't work, and they all fall asleep, and they all wake up with fucking bracelets, hospital bracelets from the psychiatric hospital with their names and their information on it. And I forgot to send this little tidbit in here. I do apologize. I get a little bit ahead of myself. But they had phones and stuff. They were keeping track of the time. And it was getting later and later and later and later. And, like, is that like, the gardener never showed up. No, and when I'm was, talking. That shit was all fucked up. When they got the wristbands, they were freaking out. I, I would be, I was thinking how, like, you would feel as, like, a regular person dealing with this shit. And that, I mean, all of it would freak you out, but once you saw that, it's like, oh, my God, we are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um, so that's just something I wanted to touch on real quick. Like, they had all their information on it. Like, it was just, it was insane. And then they finally find Matt. But they do end up leave, uh, losing uh, TC, unfortunately. Oh, boy. He didn't make it. <laughs> Um, but they do find Matt. And actually, the way that um, 
TC does die is actually quite interesting to me because he actually does it by trying to save Matt because they found Matt and he's all freaking Looney Tune and he walks up to this tub of blood in front of everybody and is like just getting ready to dive in and TC goes to grab him and pull him away and all of a sudden this thing comes out of the blood out of the toilet and just grabs Matt, not Matt uh, grabs TC and sucks him in and then TC's just gone yeah so that was really very very messed up no that was fucked up it really was and it was I don't know and then Sasha, uh, then it was down to Sasha and Lance, and they were trying to help Matt, but Matt decided that he wanted to see if he could fly. So he, like, jumps from very, very high up into the ground. And, can, we talk, yeah. can we talk about my boy Houston and how he gets fucked? I said something about Houston, but go ahead. I did. I did. I didn't think we got to his death already, but uh, when, no, he, when he was at the bottom of that hallway, <laughs> and he was like, and he just like levitates in the air, and he's getting all, and then just that fucking like that was one of the moments that, and when, and I've seen this before, but earlier today when I watched it again, uh. It still got me when the arm came from the window and reached around her chest. And, yeah, and that was something creepy. Came out of the door to, when she was like, I, 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 for some reason, I'm never expecting that part. And it was like, oh, my God. I jumped. Yeah, that was that was really good. As, except for the other scene where they had hands grasping at them and they were all black and stuff, that looked a little too fake. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Houston did get his shit fucked up. R.E.P. Houston. Feel bad yes. for him. All I wanted to do was go to a fucking audition. <laughs> and then it's left to Lance and Sasha, and Sasha's shit gets. Oh, like th- these ghosts just had a really fun time playing with this girl. Yeah. It's like she was a rag doll and they were the kids. Yeah, there was so, a couple of the ghost effects, like when the doctor, the one patient in the corner, she was yeah. fucking freaky. And then that yeah, was kind of was. like a Blair Witch thing. And, and they, she looked behind and her face got all scary. And yeah. That's and, why I say, like, it pans off of all those other movies and it also. So it is a very jump scare movie. It is very. It does rely on those, and it, I think it does them sort of well too. Oh yeah, it does. It pulls them off very, very well. And if I wasn't desensitized to it, and I could be scared, I would have been. Hmm. No, I feel you. But then it comes down to Lance. Sasha died, and it comes down to Lance. And, of course, he's still talking in the fucking camera. It's selfish dick. And he's like, oh, I don't have much longer. And 
da 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 and maybe I should turn this camera off in a second. Oh, you think? <laughs> and he got down the fuck up, and that was it. Yeah, well, Lance got, like, lobotomized. He he was like, oh, I'm feeling better. I can leave at the end. Yeah. And uh, Sasha, there was just a mist that took her ass. They were sleeping next to each other. A mist came over. He woke up, and she wasn't there anymore. Cray, <laughs> uh, what do you think was the best kill in this thing? Houston. Yeah. Was TC in the blood oh, a little bit? There's nothing better than... It's not even that, but there's not there's there is nothing better than a good like I'm not gonna say jump scare, but like a good out of nowhere like pop. It was like yeah. he was a baseball and somebody had a baseball bat. Yeah, that was a good one. I will. I'd I'd have to go with TC though. There's something about it. He flipped that, and then the lady comes from the blood, and just drags his ass in. And then he's gone. It reminded me a lot, a lot of like The Shining. It's a classic, but it's a good one too. I agree. But yeah, a very, very good movie. If you do not like jump scares, you're not going to like it. If you like jump scares, you're okay with jump scares, you'll like it. I think so, yeah. So, um, Daniel, how many uh, hospital beds did we give in this one? I think I give it eight out of ten hospital beds. I thought it was a really good movie that knew the genre that it was in and really played off it and had some fun with the idea and, and threw in, especially on a low budget, to throw in so many scares and kind of see, play with CGI effects and. I don't know. I thought there was a lot to to kind of get into here. I don't think this is a boring movie by any means. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not that I didn't like Sasha. I did. It was just, every once in a while, it was like, shut up. Yeah, she was a little annoying. I don't disagree. She was a little annoying. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, it was it was a really good piece. They did a really good job in a genre that is full of all these different quirks and everything else, and they did it well. Yeah. I agree. I 100% agree. I thought it was a good movie. If anybody wants to check out the sequel, uh, it's it's not – I don't think it's as good, but uh, it is – they do play into some of the same stuff, and the story does continue, so – uh, but I kind of like this as a standalone flick, so. Yeah, I probably won't check out the sequel. <laughs> you were telling me that. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, what do you want to do next week, Wendy? All right. So, I have three choices in my head. Okay. You got to pick a number. One to three. Go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go three. Three? All right. Well, we're going to do Willie's Wonderland. It is on Hulu. Willie's Wonderland? Yes. 
It is of the Nick Cage movie. Oh, my God. I kid you not. Nick Cage does not speak the entire time, guys. The entire time. And, like, it is so ridiculous. It's like if Chuck E. Cheese came to life and they were all, like, Satanists. Yeah. So, a very, very, very good movie. Very well done. I really enjoyed it when it first came out. My husband, my fiance, he really enjoyed it. He yeah. loved it. And that's really hard for Kevin to find a horror movie that he loves. And he loves it. He fucking loves it. He really does. He, he keeps it up. He really hopes there's a sequel. Okay. But, yeah, um, that's what we're going to do is Woodley's Wonderland. And, Daniel, I think you're really going to like it. Okay. Well, I'll check it out. I'll check out Willie. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it next week. All right, guys. Keep paying attention to the TikTok. We're growing. Yes. Yes, we are. And the Facebook, always keep up on that. And uh, who do you, motherfuckers? I will see you all. (laughs) Well, not see you. I will uh, talk to you all next week. All right. Bye-bye, Mindy. All right. Bye-bye.